Welcome, this is Leading with Spirit, the show that gives you an in-depth look at topics like what it takes to navigate your spiritual journey, how to heal yourself and grow your spiritual gifts, and balanced practices to expand your business and your spiritual leadership. I'm your host, Spirit Bird, shamanic teacher, healer, and author, here to guide you on your journey to becoming your most potent spiritual leader. Do you desperately want this system to change already? Are you so over these colonial ways, ready to be in the oneness already? You might know your spiritual connection and be connected to your gifts and feel good about them, but might also feel frustrated that people can't see them, can't see you, or how special it is that you have these gifts. Or maybe you feel like no one understands you, and if the world would just evolve faster already and be where you are, then they would understand you. You might struggle with communicating what you do and how valuable it is. And you might get stuck in these cycles of scarcity. At the same time, you are naturally endowed with access to spiritual gifts and psychic senses, and you relate to universal oneness. Non-duality is something that you just get. You just understand. Welcome, my friend, to the East. Its greatest gift, possibility. Its greatest weakness, separation. Welcome again to Leading with Spirit. This month, we're going to take you for a walk around the wheel of the four directions and explore how knowing where you are on the wheel will help you tackle problems in your life and in your business. Each week, I'll be sharing with you the gift and the wound of the direction that we're in um, and what you need to know so that you can end the pattern that you might be stuck in and start living into the gift of that direction and that pattern allowing you to grow and your business to grow past this place that you are stuck in. This is what what allows us to have sustainable growth in ourselves and also powerful and sustainable businesses. Last week, we talked about the North and expansion, our beautiful North friend, the earth tenders, the nurturers. This week, we're talking about the East, our mystical friend, our system changer. And I'll be sharing how to spot the wound of the East, what you need to know to heal it, and how it's going to show up in your business and in your life to teach you the difference between repeating a cycle or going on to the next level of possibility. Today, we'll be talking about othering, scarcity, and opportunity. For the East on a fundamental level, we just don't want to be here. (laughs) or that's what we think. Uh, We're in a wound and a pattern where we see, all we see sometimes is the nose, is the limitations, and maybe aren't fully open to our own gifts. Maybe we're connected to it a little bit, but we're not fully open to our own gifts and how to use them. And usually it's because we have this major block around the things we've decided are bad or evil. And that can be from childhood. That can be from past lives. That can be from stories that can be from the actual state of the world. You name it. 
finding peace by bringing your spiritual work and connecting it with a thing that you don't like or the thing that you feel like is bad or ugly is the key. Let me say that again in a little different way. The peace that you're seeking, you'll find by bringing your spiritual work and connecting it with the thing that you don't like or feel is bad or ugly or evil. That can feel painful. Everything you've been taught says that it's bad and to stay um, outside of it, to stay away from it. That could be conventional jobs. That could be money. That could be politics. That might, that could be cities, you name it. And so your social political job or role is to bring the brilliance that you have into the system that you fear or think is bad and light it up from the inside. Your job is not to build the new earth out there on an island and then wonder why nobody's building the bridge and others can't join you, right? And so this is often the wound of the East where um, it's important to have experimental communities and give ourselves like the blueprint or the experience of what life can be like. But if we stay there, What essentially we're doing is going to the island that we call the utopia, the new earth, whatever you want to call it, and then hoping people will come join us instead of building the bridge from where we are to where we want to go. This is, this is bypassing, right? And so it might feel like that's the community you want, but it's actually preventing it from happening if you stay there anyway. Again, you can go to that place for possibility inspiration, but if you stay there, you miss out on a majority of what life is. And so it's going to feel like you're an outsider a lot. And because of that, it will be tempting to stay on the outside, socially, politically, emotionally, psychically, where it feels safer. And so your job is to gently try to move into the center. Allow yourself to have human needs. This looks like the artist that allows themselves to be successful instead of believing that their suffering is noble. This looks like the environmental activist that moves to the city and starts a sustainability movement instead of hermiting in the woods. This looks like the anti-political establishment uh, person that becomes a politician. This looks like the super sensitive person laying that label down and realizing they're capable of doing more than they think. That looks like the world's best and greatest healer laying down their prestige and letting others teach them. And sometimes this is painful, right? And the thing is, well, the thing, the reason it's painful is that our whole identity is built up around othering. That sounds like we aren't like that. I'm not like that. I'm not like them. I'm not like this evil that happens. And so what happens is we build ourselves up to be better. And then we want people to rise to where we are instead of actually meeting halfway, which is where the magic happens. And when we're actually the ones embodying this, then we actually create the change we want to see. But when we're in the wound, when we're in this state of othering, of 
judgment of seeing something, something and labeling it as bad, then we are actually the ones embodying the very hierarchy that we hate. The limiting belief is that we aren't that. When that's not true. Well, when that that is bad is what's not true. And then when we can say we are, when we can include it in who we are, then we move from scarcity and impossibility. Then we move from experiencing limits everywhere and experiencing and wanting to escape to opportunity and possibility everywhere. That's where we remember we do actually want to be here. We do actually want to be doing this. So when we can lay down the old thing we thought was pure or ideal or perfect, then we can actually do the deep work we came here to do. And it might look very different than you thought. It might not look, uh, or it might look like a superficial spirituality, right? Or it might look like not being as spiritual, spiritually forward-facing as you want it to look. Um. Let me see if I can give a better example. So maybe you've been longing to share your spiritual side and you want people to really understand the depth of the journey you can take them through. But the problem is, is that you have a whole belief about maybe an industry that you see as bad. And then when you actually embrace that industry and allow it to be part of your experience and your story then you're actually able to bring people on the deep journey that you know you're built to do. Or let's say that you are, um, you tend to be super serious and you're frustrated that people aren't taking your brilliance as seriously as they should. And you probably are super brilliant, right? But that gets frustrating that people aren't taking you seriously. And what you might keep doing is trying to push this sort of serious note And then what can happen is you're looking at maybe things that seem like they aren't so serious or, um, you know, are, are too much fun or too much play. And when you actually allow yourself to do that, then all of a sudden your actual brilliance can come out and people are actually able to see it. So it's really counterintuitive. It's the thing that you don't like or think is bad is actually the place that will transform you and where your brilliance can come through into this world. So if you're finding yourself in the wound of the East, watch out for, also watch out for rising above. This is also scarcity. When we're in a tough situation and we just need to rise above it, this is actually scarcity thinking. It's coming out of the body to not be present with the power that you actually have. And this can also show up by, uh, again, with these limitations, like when we are in the wound of the East, we might feel because we're trying to rise above parts of the world that we don't like, there's a whole part of our being that we don't have access to. And so this makes us um, disconnected. It makes us disconnected from ourselves and it makes us disconnected from others. And so it might feel kind of lonely there. You might feel like you're on the outside a lot, right? And you are. 
And this is partially again, because of that disconnection. So actually the way to heal this in yourself first is um, allowing yourself to see that you do need that deep connection, that you are yearning for that deep connection and that we get it by joining, not running away and hoping others will follow us. I want to show you through my own life that it is in fact safe to be here and it is in fact wonderful to be here. And all of these things that we think are bad might not be as bad as we think. And this is part of the gift of the East. This is part of the East's knowing, right? In the North, their, uh, their way of thinking, I'm sorry, their way of thinking is knowing. In the East, our way of thinking is non-duality, universal, universality, oneness. And so if there's something in your life that you have separated out as being bad, certain types of spirits, you know, certain types of negativity and people, right? This is causing us to separate. And this is causing us to turn our back on our actual own way of knowing and way of thinking. And so again, to heal that in ourselves, we need to basically do the opposite of what we normally do. If you're still feeling stuck um, in feeling misunderstood, um, if you still feel like this wanting to run away or escape, or you feel like your business isn't getting the attention or income it deserves, it's time you include the thing you don't normally do or include the thing you normally wouldn't include. Give it a try. Go through that fear. When you move from the wound of the East, the gift you see is that life is an opportunity. You go from limitations to opportunity. You get to see opportunity is actually all around us. When we remove the why I can't, the not yet, the stories around why it's too hard for you right now, we actually can receive the opportunity. That's when we change the story. The East is the change makers. The dreams we barely give ourselves permission to feel are closer than they seem. Actually, they're right here. And all we have to do is go where we normally wouldn't go and look where we normally would look away. Summing this up, the gift of the East is opportunity and the wound is separation. And to heal that, you have to do the opposite of what you normally do. Go towards the thing you judge and love yourself as that. And again, remember, this is just one side of the wheel. So again, we all have this somewhere in our lives, in, either in our personal lives or in our business. If you're running a spiritual business, it will be both. And at some point you will come to this wound and it's an opportunity for you to move into the gifts and grow your gifts there. So again, you can move from limitations to possibility and opportunity. Make sure you join me next week. Next week, we'll be moving on to the direction of the South, our friends, the rebellious South. <laughs> I'll be sharing more about the gift and the move there. I hope you join me then. Thanks for joining me today. Bye for now. Have you been hearing the call to expand your spiritual gifts and step into your next level of conscious leadership? If you're a coach, healer, or a spiritual leader, you can learn more about Shaman School and growing your spiritual business on our website, holtonhealingarts.com, 
or send me a DM at Holton Healing Arts. Welcome to today's member query episode, where we explore questions about spiritual paths, intuitive gifts, growing a spiritual business, and shamanism. Do you have a question for us? Send us a DM at Holton Healing Arts. This question is from one of our Instagram followers. And the question is, how do I connect more to my gifts? And a great place to start is actually through Shamanic Journey. And if you are new to Shamanic Journey, you can check out the website. We've got a few um, instructions on what Shamanic Journey is like and a few guided Shamanic Journeys. Um, You can also reach out to me and be happy to share some other resources with you. Um, Secondly, a way to actually connect is to, is through your awareness. So sometimes we feel like our thoughts are just thoughts and just thinking. And there's actually a difference between the thinking mind and pieces of our awareness that are, that's connected to the spirit realm. And so just scanning what you notice in your awareness is actually the quickest way to connect to your gifts and to connect to the spirit realm, because they're actually right there speaking with you all the time and showing you things all the time. It's just that our rational brain comes in and usually decides that it is something that doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense, or we don't understand what it connects to. So we dismiss it. And so the more you just tune into what's in your awareness and then checking in with your body around that, does this feel like a truth? Or does it trigger anxiety, right? Because a lot of times our thinking mind will trigger the anxiety because we're trying to figure something out or make something happen or force something. Whereas the intuition and the parts that connected to the spirit realm and the gifts actually feel very safe in our body, even if we don't understand what they mean. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Leading with Spirit. If you did, please share the link for this episode with your biggest takeaway, tagging me at Holton Healing Arts. It would also support me if you subscribed and left a rating and review of the show so we can support more people living their highest purpose. Until next time, journey on.